When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Stars fans, it's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! There we go. I just have to be really careful. Welcome to Starcastic Remarks, and welcome to my car. Sorry for the split-second delay there. Uh, I am li- literally at 1333 North Stemmons Freeway. Uh, great game tonight by the Dallas Stars, or I guess this afternoon. Um, again, my name is Ryan. This is the after game review for the Dallas Stars against the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, I guess I got to re- do like a recall from the American Hockey League because this is the second episode in a row that I've had to do by myself without my brothers. They've been both super busy. One is still in Florida and the other is still at the Disc Golf Nationals out in North or South Carolina. I forget which ones. Sorry, Chris, you're going to have to forgive me from that. But anyways... Great game today. Uh, Dallas Stars do pick up the win. They f- pick up the two full points against the Vegas Golden Knights. They do win in a shootout. I was honestly a little bit sad that the game ended the way that it did. That I, I really wish that the game could have gone past the five minutes of over- overtime because it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And I was actually up in the press box for this one tonight. And I apologize for getting this one started so late. But I was also down in the locker room. I talked to Kiwi Ranta. I got to talk to Otter for a second and then also got to talk to uh, Coach Pete DeBoer. So that was fun as well. Um, One of the best things from this game tonight was just the overall play of both teams, especially in the third period. I thought they locked it down defensively. The only thing that I wish the Stars could have done better is take advantage of their chances. Um, I honestly thought... I, I was surprised. So... My initial thoughts coming out of this game is great. We got the two points. That's exactly what we needed to keep pace. And we're back at first in the central. But Colorado is playing tonight. So we're going to be looking at that game tonight. I'm going to be watching it to see if Colorado is going to be able to win. But anyway, with this particular game, I thought the Stars played really good in the first period. I was very surprised to see on Twitter that a lot of people thought Vegas had a majority of the opportunities. Because... 
looking through my notes that I took in the first period, I thought the Stars had a lot of good chances in the first period. There was Sagan had a rebound chance at 1533. Delandria just couldn't get to it. The rebound for a chance after a point shot. Uh, Johnson had some fancy moves in the first period as well, and he had a great chance in the slot, but Jonathan Quick, who we'll talk about here in a second, made a really good save there. And then I think the biggest one of the first period, actually, was Jamie Benn, who shanked a chance. I, I don't know how he missed that. I, I guess the puck was up on end. I need to go back and look at the replay there, but he it, it should have been one nothing. He was wide open. Well, I say wide open, but he had a huge chance. He was right there. He swung at it, and it popped up and went into the netting above the boards and above the glass. So I, I thought for sure that was one nothing, and even a lot of the me media members up in the press box thought so as well. So, I mean, if I was Jamie Benn there, I would have been really hacked off. Uh, after that, that's when the Vegas Golden Knights really started pushing in the first period. It went to a commercial break right up after the seven and a half minute mark. And the thing was, is I thought it could have been two nothing Dallas or at least one nothing Dallas. And I thought it was zero zero because Jonathan quick was playing really well. He had an excellent game tonight. He had some major saves and then Dallas just missed some other opportunities. I mean, like poor Delandria. Delandria probably had at least two or three chances where he was just a little bit late getting to the puck. And he just wasn't able to put it away. So that was unfortunate for him. I thought Sagan also had some chances throughout the game. Uh, he had a chance, I believe, in the first period that I thought really could have gotten in. But after that media timeout, Dallas started having some problems getting out of their own zone. So like the last seven minutes of the period, that's when it really started changing for me. And then Vegas got the first goal. Howden scored on the breakaway. And it was just the defense didn't pick him up. And specifically, Domi didn't pick him up. It went over the glove of uh, Ottinger with the shot. And it, it was just a mixture of just a couple of mistakes. Uh, Miller pinched in the O-zone. He was not able to get to the puck and save the puck in the offensive zone. Harley just didn't win the battle, the puck battle in the neutral zone. And then Domi was just a step late. So it was just a trifecta of three mistakes for the Dallas stars there that led to the only goal today for the Vegas golden Knights, uh, Brett Howden for the VGKs on the goal there. And, uh, th that goal was really deflating for me at least. Cause I thought that Dallas was the better team in the first period for a majority of the time. So it's, it sucks that that's what happened, but that's what happened. It was one, nothing Vegas at that point. Uh, they had a couple of chances after that, and Dallas didn't really have any big chances after that goal. And, I mean, they had a point shot with two minutes remaining that quick pounced on uh, before anybody could get to the rebound. But other than that, it was it, it was mostly Vegas that last six minutes. Um, Vegas did have a goal that was not counted because he batted it in with his hand. I don't even know which Vegas player it was, but it was no goal. So after the first period, I wrote, there was a great period overall for Dallas, just didn't convert on any other opportunities. Vegas Gold deflated them, and they started to get more opportunities towards the end. And I, I thought that Vegas played a perfect road period, a perfect first road period. And they were able to rely on quick with some timely saves, and they took advantage of the few opportunities that they had in the first period. And I was like, dang, I was only one nothing after the first 
period. So I was a little surprised to hear something that Pete DeVore said actually in the post-game conference. He talked about how in the three games of the homestand that he thought the Stars have played well, but that they just haven't started the way they wanted to. And tonight was a perfect example of that, he said. And I I was just like, really? That was kind of surprising to me. I didn't see that. But obviously, that's something that he wanted to have fixed. And they didn't get that tonight. They did get the two points still. But he still wants to see that fixed going into the two-game road trip over the next week and then ending it up with St. Louis here at home on Thursday. So we'll see how that goes. Um, going into the second period though, Jamie Ben immediately had a chance in front right off the bat, like 10 seconds in, and then that led to Dallas getting a power play. So let's talk about the power play for the second. I thought that the power play tonight was absolutely atrocious. It was not good at all. They, they had some decent puck movement and they were able to get it around the ice in the defensive zone and the neutral zone. But when it came to either getting the puck into the defensive zone or gaining advantage of the puck in the offensive zone, they were just not there. They were just absolutely 100% not there today. And it was on either of the power plays that the Stars had. They had one in the second, and then I believe they had one in the third. I, I, I don't remember exactly, but they had two power plays, and both of them were just not good at all. So it was unfortunate, but what the second power play did lead to is a Kiviranta goal. So Yoel Kiviranta, JFK, he gets the goal off the rush. And I don't blame quick at all for this one. It was 100% painted for that corner. And it was under the glove over the pad. And it was just a beautiful shot. I mean, it looked like a rope ahead shot. I, at first, when I first saw the goal, I thought it was rope hints because I saw the two. And, you know, again, I'm way up in the press box. So I thought, ah, that's got to be Rope. No, it was Yola Kiviranta. And then uh, what was awesome is that I, I think Jeff K did this. But while the uh, goal celebration song was going off, they had the Kiviranta yell going on in the background. So that was excellent. That was a lot of fun to hear. And for Dallas, that was a really, really big, important goal because I, I think they were really starting to get frustrated because they had had their chances through the first two periods. They just weren't able to capitalize on any of them. And then when they really did get a great A scoring chance, Jonathan Quick was doing really well. Again, he was very good for the Vegas Golden Knights tonight. Um, I want to talk about Jamie Ben for a second, too. He seemed like he wasn't getting in on the offense very much today, but boy, was he making his presence known with the body. There was about two or three gargantuan giant hits that he had, especially in the first and the second periods that I was just like, he is trying to set the tone of this game, trying to make this turn into a playoff game. So it was excellent to see that from Jamie Ben, regardless of him not getting on the score sheet tonight. Um, Delandria, I wanted to talk about as well. Delandria is one of those guys lately that has just seemed like he's been snake bit. He's had lots of chances and it, this is not the only game that he's had chances on. And the last two goals that he scored weren't actually goals. They were called back. So it's unfortunate for him, but I think he will get on the score sheet very, very soon. I just don't know when that will be, but I hope he gets on the score sheet before the end of the season to kind of set his tone 
going into the playoffs because he's going to be one of those guys I feel like that is really going to set the tone for the whole team. And I, I think he is more, what's the word I'm thinking of? He's more important. He's more significant to this team than I think a lot of people realize. So I'm looking to him to try and get his game going. And he's going to be that guy. He's going to be like that Chris Kunitz that Chris Kunitz was for the Pittsburgh Penguins when they won back-to-back Stanley Cups 2016-2017. He was just that guy that was on the bottom six that just scored you timely goals. Ty DeLandria seems to be that guy for the Dallas Stars. He's had an excellent season. He could have pouted when he got sent back down last year. He played like, I think it was like 10 or 12 games. And then he was in the AHL for the whole season, for the whole rest of the season, came back, solidified his role with the team. And Pete DeBoer even had him penciled in for the opening lineup, despite him being hurt. So, He's had an excellent season. He's proved that he deserves to be in the NHL, and he's solidified himself as a bottom six forward for this team and a very important player for this team. Uh, let's see. Uh, Miro doing Miro stuff, obviously. He had a great game tonight. Uh, specifically towards the end of the second period, there was a two-on-one rush for Vegas that he broke up. And then he, got, he gets called for a slashing penalty, which I thought that the officiating was really bad tonight. And that's what I put at the end of the second period, actually. I, I just said, just a personal feeling. I feel Dallas has not gotten the calls when they've been really obvious tonight. So, and there were many, many, many other times that I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, how was that not called? Seriously, how on earth was that not called? So it is what it is, but whatever. Okay. Getting into the third period. Dallas starts the period on the PK. Uh, they do, they they do kind of kill the penalty off, and then there's a really really good save by Otter as the penalty expires. That was probably one of the best chances that Vegas had had up to that point in the game, and it was off of Otter's left, and it was a shot that came from between the boards and the faceoff circle. So really really good save by Ottinger there. Uh, Dallas had a couple of chances today where they just could not connect off the rush. I didn't think that the passing was bad in today's game, but when they really needed to connect on some passes off the rush, they weren't able to get them, if that makes any sense at all. There was a really good chance by... Actually, I didn't even write down who it was, but all I know is that it was uh, McNabb, uh, the Vegas defenseman, who blocked a shot, and that should have been a goal. He's absolutely saved a goal there. Uh, so a really good play by, I want to say it's Braden McNabb. And uh, Jonathan Quick was just completely out of position on that particular play. One thing I wanted to see from the Dallas Stars, especially after the second period, is that I thought Jonathan Quick was having a really good game. I really wanted to see the stars get more screens in front of him. And we didn't really see that at and the reason why I'm mentioning it now is at 1656 in my notes of the third period, I wrote Dallas has a point shot. It's a really good shot. Good cycle, but there's no screen in front. So just get a little bit more traffic in front of him and look for rebounds, look for more uh, greasy, dirty, nasty goals. Cause I felt like all of the pretty goals were not going in for the stars tonight. That's just my personal feeling on that. Um, ben with another big hit, 14-10. Uh, 
uh, Carter for the Vegas Golden Knights. This is not the first time that we've seen him make some fancy moves against the Dallas Stars. He's had some fancy moves before, and uh, he had another fancy move there, 1340 remaining in the third period. And at this point, when it went to the first commercial break, about 13 and a half minutes remaining in the third, I thought that uh, Delandria and Sagan were having some really good games for the Dallas Stars. They just weren't getting any of their chances getting in. And I actually picked one of them to score the overtime goal, which neither team got an overtime goal. So it kind of was a, a moot point. But I kind of picked them to score the second goal for the Dallas Stars today. It was a really good pass by Miro on the breakout to kind of hit Hintz on the fly. And Hintz was in the game tonight, obviously. We'll talk about him in just a second. Um, and then this was a, a really scary situation. About 10 minutes remaining in the third period, uh, I got to give my prayers out to Colin Whitecloud. He's one of my favorite Vegas defensemen because he's one of those guys that kind of gets overlooked by you know other defensemen that are on that roster. They've got Alex Petrangelo. They've got players like Shea Theodore. He gets overlooked. He's a very good defenseman. And he had, I don't know what it was. I think it was his, it was either his ankle or his knee. But he got fallen on by Hintz, and it was really awkward, and he was not able to put any weight on that leg whatsoever. And after the replay was shown on the Jumbotron at the American Airlines Center, the entire arena just, like, gasped, and there was a <gasps> kind of reaction from the fans and from the media too I, I couldn't look at it a second time it was oh it just made me cringe it's just like oh so hopefully he's okay and i really pray that uh he's gonna be fine anyway moving on uh joe pavelski had a chance off the rush he's one point away from a thousand points he was not able to get that tonight but he's got three more games before the end of the season to get that one point i if you ask me i think he does it Right going the other way after Pavelski gets the chance, Ottinger makes a big save. He was a huge, huge reason why the Stars won today. Uh, the dummy line had a really good ozone shift, 7.36 remaining. And again, Jonathan Quick with a really good save. And with five minutes remaining, I wrote down that both teams are just kind of locking it down defensively. And I'm like, this game is going to overtime. It's 100% going to overtime. I don't see how it doesn't. Uh, Dadanoff hit the post from an extreme angle. Three minutes remaining. The fans tried to call a penalty. The refs did not call it. I didn't think it was a penalty, so I kind of agreed with the refs on that. Uh, Domi tried to shot off the rush. It goes into the netting above the glass, and both teams are in a point as regulation expires. So during the overtime, Dallas had a majority of the possession. Pavelski and Robertson both had shots, but neither one of them were of extreme significance. Uh, Vegas had a two-on-one, and then there was a wraparound chance immediately after that two-on-one. I, I want to say it was Miro, but I don't think it was Miro who saved the wraparound goal. Ottinger was not ready for that, and whoever that defensive player was definitely saved a goal there, and Vegas would have won this game instead of the Stars if it hadn't have been for that play. Uh, Max Domi hit the post, and Jonathan Quick never saw it. Again, there was some traffic in front of... Jonathan Quick during the three-on-three -three overtime, and that allowed Domi to get a chance. He had a post. It rings up, and it goes up into the netting above the glass, and it goes to a shootout. There is a beautiful glove save by Jonathan Quick on Robertson on the first Dallas Stars attempt, and after that, Rope makes uh, Rope scores. He does the thing for the Dallas Stars. Hey, guys. It's Ryan here. 
From tea to green, the best place to go to get in on all the action happening on the links is DraftKings Sportsbook. This week, new customers will receive an odds boost to add plus 1,000 to any pre-tournament wager up to $10 on any golfer to win. So, for example, if you're a new customer and you see a golfer to win the tournament at plus 1,000 odds, DraftKings will boost that golfer to plus 2,000 odds for your shot at a bigger payout. DraftKings will also be featuring parlays and odds boosts all tournament long, so be sure to check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day before the tournament starts to see what they have in store. I'm obviously going to be going with my boy, Jordan Spieth. I think he's going to win the tournament. Plus, I got to root for him because, naturally, he's a Dallas boy, so I'm going to go with him. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code THPN and boost your odds during this weekend's tournament. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050. Or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Ottinger makes a really big pad save on Cotter to win the game, and Dallas is currently first in the Central Division. Colorado plays tonight against L.A. We'll see how that game goes. I'll be watching that game and paying attention to it, and we'll see how that goes for the Colorado Avalanche. But I'm going to go ahead and get into my biggest winner and biggest loser tonight. I'm going to give my biggest loser to Ty Delandria just because I really feel like the guy is just snake bit right now. He's he's having a bunch of chances, and I really feel like that he's going to get his goal scoring going. So it's it's not really a biggest loser because he had a bad game. It's just the biggest loser because he's not able to get anything to go in, and he seems like he's just a step slow going to the puck. So that's just how I feel. It is what it is. Obviously, my biggest winner tonight I'll give an honorable an honorable mention to Yoel Kiviranta. Yoel Kiviranta scores the goal for the Stars. Beautiful shot, perfect shot. But you got to give it to Jake Ottinger, who is really starting to get himself into postseason form. It looks like, and he had a great game tonight, and he is the reason why the Dallas Stars do get the extra point in the shootout today. Because that third attempt by Cotter, there's no way that Ottinger should have made that save. Beautiful save there. So. We will see how the game goes against the Colorado Avalanche. I'll be keeping my eye on that. And then the Stars will be back in action over the next three games. Let's see who they've got remaining. I haven't even paid attention. They've got Detroit on Monday and then a back-to-back, a home-and-home against St. Louis on Wednesday and Thursday to finish the season. So we'll see how those games go for the Dallas Stars. And thank you guys for following along with me live while I talk about this game. Really appreciate it. If you're listening afterwards on the podcast side, I also appreciate it. Sorry for all the glitches. I'm in my car, like I said. But go and check out StarCasterMarks.com for all the latest news from our podcast. And please, if you'd like to support us in everything that we do, go and check out StarCasterMarksShop.com for all the latest merch options. That's the best 
way to support us and what we do here on this podcast. Thank you guys once again for following along, along with nobody else today. Hopefully my brothers will be back with me on Monday. My name is Ryan. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. And we hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you guys are listening. And since Christian is not here to do it, I guess I'll have to say it. GG, boys. See you all Monday.